The opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host or guest. Please consult with a medical professional before starting any supplement, medication, or fitness program. This is the Body Evolution Project with your host, Ross Raymond. And welcome to another episode. Today on the show, I have Patrick Ingloff, the president and CEO of Ward Smelling Salts, based right here in Lethbridge, Alberta. And if you're like me, the majority of your knowledge is really isolated to television. So I figured let's get an expert to explain what smelling salts are and why we see them being used on television in sports like hockey and boxing. Yeah, that's fair. And those two are definitely the probably the most prolific sports that you see it on. Uh, football as well, but especially here as Canadians, we definitely will see it in hockey the most and then boxing. And actually in those two sports, what's funny is they're using them for two separate reasons. Where in boxing, they're using to revive the fighter where he's been hit really hard in the head. His, he can't, he's, you know, he's all foggy. He can't see straight. And then they're using the smelling salts to revive him and rouse consciousness. Whereas in hockey, they're using it usually as a before the ice, get pumped, release of adrenaline to go out there and perform at their best. Uh, obviously, you get hit hard enough in hockey, you're going to be in the same situation. Maybe you need, a, you need to be roused, but they're actually uh, using them for separate reasons there. But those are the two main reasons that you would use smelling salts. And that's either to rouse consciousness because forever, because you've been hit or because you need a giant release of adrenaline. And the release of adrenaline is what we use in powerlifting as well. And you're going for a big lift. You want to be hyped up as possible. You want as much adrenaline coursing through your veins as possible because it's that adrenaline that will let you push your body past the limit that you're used to training. See, that's where I was first introduced to it. At the gym that I go to, I found a little bottle of it there. I thought, okay, I've never smelled this stuff. And yeah, you know what? If uh, somebody doesn't give you guidance and you stick your nose right in there and go for a big haul, you're in for quite a surprise. Yeah, that's because that's made as athletic grade. So... Originally, smelling salts were first invented as a medical use because people would faint and they would use smelling salts to revive them. Same same effects as they use in boxing because that release of adrenaline forces your body awake. So it was used to revive people who had fainted. And this has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, smelling salts are nothing new. They were used during the Roman times. So eventually, athletes got a hold of them and said, hold on a second. This stuff really works for getting you hyped up as well. But the smelling salts that you buy for medical grade are typically these little crush ampules or packets. Although convenient, they're not nearly as strong as the athletic grade bottles that you can purchase now. Uh, Athletes quickly wanted more and more powerful ammonia, and that's where the bottles came in. So, yeah, when you stick your nose in one of those for the first time ever and you don't know what to expect, it, it hits you hard. Absolutely. And one thing that I found really cool uh, in the chalk bowl at the gym I go to, there was a couple different bottles. And suddenly you notice there's quite a big difference between different brands and the strength can be quite noticeably different. Yeah, a lot can go into engineering the perfect bottle. And that's something we have spent an incredible amount of time on of Ward Smelling Salts. I can't even tell you the hundreds of different trials and tests that we went through. And my poor nose had to try everything. So there can be giant differences in the strength between one brand to another. And sometimes that's a good thing because perhaps someone who's never used smelling salts before and wants to try for the first time ever doesn't want to 
absolute strongest brand in the market. It might be a bit too intense for them. So that's not always a bad thing, but we really put our heads to making the most effective, most powerful, most insane smelling salt that we could. And that's what we worked on at Ward. And I mean, there's quite a few things that went into it. So what made you get into the business of smelling salts? Because it seems like a fairly niche market and not something you'd think of necessarily as a career path. Yeah, it's kind of funny how the company started. Uh, funny and sad, I guess. Because for myself, it was powerlifting. I've always had a fascination with strongman, strength sports, um, and powerlifting. And that, that fascination really started the day that I realized that I suck at bodybuilding. Because I trained for a NPA physique competition, and I placed horribly. I just did terribly. And I realized that's not for me. And I started looking for something else and I found powerlifting and I fell in love with powerlifting. It was the world changed. Suddenly I wasn't worried about being lean and mean. I was worried about just lifting numbers off the ground. And that really resonated with me in a way that bodybuilding never did. I never enjoyed bodybuilding. So I really got into powerlifting and it was more just to get stronger. It was for fun. Then you start learning about powerlifting competitions. And I realized, hey, I could actually compete at some point. I kind of started training and prepping for my first ever powerlifting meet. And then I herniated two discs in my back. Uh, it was really unfortunate. It was entirely my fault. Um, I was predispositioned to the issue, but it was on a warm-up of all things. Um, and that's what, that's what happens when you don't take the time to set up properly and take proper care. So there I am. My Never really got started in powerlifting. Never had my first competition. I've just been doing it for a few years amateurly for fun. And now I have two herniated discs. And it's not powerlifting's fault at all. It was my fault. And there I am on the sidelines. I have friends who are in powerlifting who are competing, watching competitions, I'm continuously following the sport on YouTube, watching Strongman. Still just absolutely fascinated with this. And I want to stay involved with the sport. And one thing I tried in my training early, uh, later on in training there was smelling salts for the first time ever. And I had those smelling salts and I tried them and I thought, there's no way that this can't be done better. I just was not impressed. The competitive brand that I had in my hands, I mean, the bottle died in two weeks. It was never that strong in the first place. And I was just looking at this product and I was thinking, there's no way this can't be done better. So it was more at that point just a hobby passion or creativity or i was playing around with the formulas and seeing what i could do and what i made absolutely smoked this stuff i mean it blew everyone's pants off i gave it out to a whole bunch of friends um, i had a lot of friends tested in actual powerlifting meets and every person came back with the exact same answers where can i buy this stuff so that made me realize you know i shouldn't just be making this for myself or for friends this needs to go to market i think i'm on something here so it kind of started off as I had the extra time on my hands and I wanted to stay involved in the powerlifting community and stay involved in the sport. And this was a way for me to do that when I couldn't actively participate myself. So when I started Ward Smelling Salts, the goal wasn't just to bring a new smelling salt to the market. It was for me to stay involved in the powerlifting community. Now I still go to powerlifting meets all the time because I sponsor a whole bunch of them here in Southern Alberta and Alberta. And I go to these meets in person and I'm there watching and I'm supporting and I get to work with and talk with athletes every single day. And this has been a fantastic way for me to stay involved with the powerlifting community. And that's the position the company has taken is we want to support 
powerlifting in Canada and North America and grow the sport. Yeah, smelling salts is used in boxing and hockey and football. We sell to all those markets, don't get me wrong. But as a company, our, I guess our social mission aside there is we want to grow powerlifting. And especially in Canada, because we have such talented tra- uh, athletes here in Canada, but yet we're such a minor competitor on the world stage. And there's no reason why Canadians as a whole can't grow this sport, something much more than we already have. It's funny, uh, I was scheduled to be doing my first meet uh, this June. Unfortunately, it's been cancelled, as have most of the mm-hmm. meets uh, for this calendar year been cancelled. But I actually got to do a mock meet uh, late last year, and that's where my interest really was piqued myself. I found that, yes, when I started doing the, the fitness and working uh, with a trainer in groups, I was enjoying lifting, and I found deadlifts specifically a fun challenge that was very enjoyable and something that I found I could challenge myself and see the progression. But once I did that mock meet and got to interact with other people, see the camaraderie, but also how much they want to support each other. Yes, you may be competing, but you're also trying to encourage and help each other. And from guys who have who had actually done meets before who were involved all the way up to somebody like me walking in who goes, what's a singlet? After that experience, I said, you know what, that was my goal for 2020. And I I hope I can still find a way to do it. I'm hoping some of these meets will be rescheduled. But it's very neat to see a local company trying to be as involved as you guys have. Your logo is out there and your product is now available, not only locally, but nationally, right? Uh, how has it been? I mean, for a small company from Lethbridge, uh, I've certainly seen your logo all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I think you'll see our logo a lot is because we take a very interested position in sponsoring as many powerlifting meets as we possibly can. And not just meets, but teams. Uh, And we'll sponsor any size of meet from a small university club with 20 lifters doing it just for fun to we did the world championships for 100% Raw in Calgary, which is Calgary's biggest powerlifting meet ever. So we have done everything from 20 athletes to 350 athletes and everything in between. So, I mean, that, we take that interest in sponsoring those powerlifting meets because we want to see the sport grow. Uh, but I guess also you'll see us in other involvements as well, such as supporting powerlifting for everyone. So one of our missions there on that side is uh, power, in Paralympic weightlifting has really been growing as well. And in Canada as well. So we're taking a position there in the Paralympic uh, community. And But uh, in terms of national sales, uh, there's no denying that the United States is by far our biggest market because powerlifting is absolutely huge there. Uh, and we want to see the, the exact same enthusiasm come to Canada for the sport. So, I mean, it's been fantastic. We're in stores on shelves in the U.S. and in Canada. Uh, we are absolutely looking to expand into the United Kingdom and after that into Europe as well. Uh, Australia is on the list as well. So, I mean, right now, obviously, we're all over North America, but we want to go further than that. We want to go international. Um, and you'll find us in stores on the East Coast, West Coast, uh, all over the U.S. Uh, it's really, really grown quickly. And I think the attribution to why we've grown so quickly is we gave the market something that they've been wanting. 
And that is no pussyfooting around. Just make the strongest smelling salt you possibly can. And while that is fantastic as a business, I'm sure it's hard to, uh, you know, build a business around one skew. I've got to assume that you're continuing to grow and develop new products and plan to uh, continue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, Bottled Insanity is our flagship. Uh, we do have something in the works right now. We will be releasing it probably from the next two months, optimistically, late, I'd say three months. It's a game changer altogether. It's something that's not currently on the market at all. It is a smelling salt, don't get me wrong, uh, but it is in a format that doesn't currently exist on the market. And I think people are going to be really, really impressed when it comes out. So I know we have a big fan base already who love our products, say it's the best they've ever used. Well, wait till this comes out. I think we're going to blow our own product out of the water. Now that sounds super cool and uh, excited to see what that is for somebody who hasn't tried smelling salts before, but they've seen them and they might be a little intimidated because there's some weird faces that people make when they take a sniff of that stuff. What would you say to them? Cause I mean, I had somebody who was curious in trying it at the mock meet and I had a trainer mention to them, you know, this is probably not the time to try to switch things up when you're about to go in and try to do a, a lift that counts. But, I mean, for somebody who's sitting in the gym and wanting to do a new PR, what would you say to them if they're a little hesitant? That's really good advice from the trainer. Uh, yeah, he's exactly right. At a competition is not the time to try it for the first time because you don't know how your body's going to react or what it's, what it's going to do to you. You just don't know what's happening. And you need to be in the zone to go out there and hit that lift. And you don't want – you want to – when you go out to on the stage, you want to lift how you train, right? It's not time to add new variables. So that trainer was exactly right. Um, and so when it comes to trying it for the first time, you need to follow the directions on the bottle. And I found out that people are very quick to ignore those directions when we did the Leftbridge Supplements Grand Opening and we had some Try Me bottles available. And people would I'd explain to them in person, make sure you keep this at least six inches away from your nose. Bring it up slowly if it's your first time trying it. And people just dive right in and stick their nose right in the bottle, regardless. Even if <laughs> so, um, the best advice you can possibly get when it comes to trying smelling salts is start off, especially your first use, keep the bottle about a foot away from your nose and bring it up slowly until the smell hits you. And that way you'll get a small dose at first and you can understand what it's doing, what it smells like. And you'll understand the product and you'll understand it well. Whereas if you stick your nose into the bottle, you've never done it before, you have no tolerance and you're hitting a max strength bottle like Ward, I don't, I don't think you're ever going to use smelling salts again. It's the truth because it is, it's a strong, strong product. And those faces you see are for a reason because it's the smell, it, it's not pleasant, but it's not meant to be pleasant. It's meant to release adrenaline. It's meant to get you going. And I guess we could talk a bit about how smelling salts work in that facet if you like. So what smelling salts are and why they're called smelling salts is, is actually ammonium carbonate. And ammonium carbonate is a salt. So that's where the name came from, smelling salt. And what happens is the ammonium carbonate actually rapidly degrades into carbon dioxide and straight ammonia. So what you're effectively smelling at the end is straight ammonia. And that ammonia irritates your nasal passages. Now, it's nothing serious. It's just you know, that little bit of irritation is what causes your body to release the adrenaline response because your body says, hey, there's something in the air that's not oxygen and it releases that fight or flight response. And that fight or flight response is what is a surge of adrenaline. That adrenaline is what lets you push your body into the next level. We've all heard those stories about how a mother can miraculously lift a car or heavy object off their toddler that's been pinned down. All that's possible and done is by adrenaline. It lets you push your body 
to levels that normally you cannot. So smelling salts work by irritating our nasal passages, causing us to release adrenaline. And then I want to bring that up because that helps us, the user understand why it's so important as a first time user to take it slow and take a small hit of it because it's going to be irritating. It's not going to be pleasant, but the effects of it are amazing. Once you use it and you actually put it to a barbell or you put it into your training as a hockey player, whatever sport you're doing, it's night and day. I always say as a good rule of thumb, I mean, this will make sense to powerlifters. It might not make sense to everyone is it turns a three rep max into a five rep max. That's what you can expect. Two extra reps. That's huge if you're doing heavy weight, right? So that's where, you know, people who listen to this podcast are not just powerlifters, but obviously it's a passion of mine. So it's one thing that certainly may bring people to the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the end of the day, when you're looking at a bottle of Ward smelling salts, how long is this stuff supposed to last? Because I know that my bottle isn't as strong as it used to be, but I wouldn't expect it to be after nearly a year either. Yeah, if you're getting a year out of it, that is um, actually beyond surprising. It's supposed to last two to three months. Uh, that And that's one thing we spent a lot of time on was the bottle design. You'll notice when you look at our bottle compared to the competitors is we have a much deeper cap. Uh, we have a lot more threads in our cap. It allows us to get a tighter seal. It's the quality of the seal that defines how long the bottle is going to last, or a large part of it at least. And so we always tell people two to three months is what you can usually expect. Obviously, if you're the kind of person that uses it every single training session, then it's not going to last as long as someone who uses it once every two weeks. Uh, because every time you open the bottle, you let some of the reaction out. Uh, but yeah, you can expect two to three months is what we usually say to people. And that's another big benefit of the bottles versus those medical grade ampules and capsules is the money that you save because the bottle in those two to three months, you're going to use dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Uh, whereas those ampules, you buy a 10 pack for the same price. You have exactly 10 uses, not one, not one more. It's not as strong. doesn't last as long. You don't get as many uses. Um, so it's another clear reason why the bottles are so popular. Over now, the does heat have any impact? Cause as an example, I actually keep my my gym bag in my car and over winter obviously it gets fairly cold could that be one of the reasons why it might last a little longer um i've heard some varying opinions on this and i've heard one guy say he puts him in the freezer intentionally because they last longer and i heard others say well i left it out in the cold and it froze and as a result it got weaker it's always been my understanding that the leaving it out and letting it freeze would actually reduce the span of the life. Um, so it's a really good question. Uh, one thing to understand about the heat for it though is hot temperatures will actually accelerate the reaction within because we all know heat is a catalyst and within the bottle is actually a chemical reaction. So when you're adding heat, you're accelerating the process and what you might do, if you leave, this has happened to friends where they leave it out onto the dashboard of their car in the hot sun or something like that. And next time you open the bottle, you're gonna get one hell of a hit. So uh, heat definitely will accelerate the reaction um, and cold would make sense that it would slow it down, but freezing it is still debated by some people say, some people will argue it makes their bottle last longer. Some will say it doesn't hit the same after it freezes. Very cool. Well, there's a lot of science behind it, obviously. And, you know, I'm not going to ask you what makes yours so different because obviously there's proprietary secrets and stuff like that. But if somebody's going to give it a try, 
I certainly recommend Ward Smelling Salts. It's what I've used and I've enjoyed. Um, if people are interested in getting their hands on it, what would you suggest? Because obviously here in Lethbridge, there's lots of options, but if people are all over the country, what's the best way to find it? We just launched a brand new website and our website is wardsmellingsalts.com. So there not only can you purchase the bottles, of course, but we have a few other things. Like we have a, some pretty cool t-shirts on there. And best thing that we have on there is we actually do free shipping over $40. Well, $39 technically. So we have a very, very low threshold to get free shipping. It makes it very accessible for consumers. And secondly, there uh, we actually have $5 shipping under $39. So if you're only looking to pick up one bottle, uh, it's only $5 shipping. So we make it very, very accessible. Because I remember as an amateur powerlifter those few years back when I was looking for smelling salts, one thing I was really frustrated by was how difficult it was to actually even find any. Um, we have a few other great r- retailers here in Canada as well, innerstrengthproducts.ca. Those guys are very well known. They're the SBD dealer in Canada. And just about everyone I know has heard of them. So innerstrengthproducts.ca carries them as well. That's pretty cool. And another thing is it's you're Canadian. So we're talking Canadian dollars. Because how often do you go to order something only to realize, oh, that was American funds. And now you're paying another, what, 20, 30 plus percent. Yeah, that's exactly right. Everything you see on the website is in Canadian dollars, including that shipping threshold, $39. That's Canadian. The $5 shipping, that's Canadian. And actually, our friends in the States, well, they benefit in the other direction. Right. That makes sense also. Well, that's really cool. And I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Um, I plan to continue to use uh, Ward Smell Exalts, and I look forward to uh, seeing what the new product is. And of course, if people want to know more, probably wardsmellingsalts.com, best place to go, right? Yeah, we've wrote a couple blog posts that talks about this as well. We've explained what are smelling salts, who are smelling salts for. Um, maybe that's something that's worth mentioning is uh, who should be using smelling salts. I think that's a question I get all the time is, uh, is smelling salts even right for me? And a lot of people seem to have this impression that smelling salts are some sort of best kept secret or some elite tool. The reality is that by the time a hockey player reaches the NHL, of them have already tried or used smelling salts in their career to get there. Um, And if you, if you go to any amateur powerlifting meet, I think you'll see anyone will agree that the vast majority of the athletes there are using smelling salts and all these people are using smelling salts in their training as well. They are wildly prolific. They are not some best kept secret. They are everywhere. If you take a look. And so the answer for anyone who's, who says, well, should I even bother with smelling salts? Is it right for me? Uh, if you can answer the question, are you looking to train, take your training to the absolute next level? Then the answer is yes, you want smelling salts. Uh, there's a couple exceptions to that rule where uh, it's not ideal for any long distance running or endurance sports because the adrenaline release from smelling salts has, well, adrenaline itself has a half-life of about two minutes. So the total life of the effect is only a few minutes long. For that reason, you wouldn't go into a one hour run, start off with smelling salts and the effects gone in three minutes and you're only 1% of the way done. So it's not for everyone when it comes to endurance sports, uh, long distance running, mainly <clears throat> distance swimming, etc. It's for people who need to perform a short burst of energy. So hockey is a prime example because the average hockey shift is very short. Football, prime example, boxing, uh, powerlifting, especially strong men sports, CrossFit. And we've had a lot of you will apply smelling salts to sports we would have never even thought of. 
Uh, one lady who wrote to us wrote that what a difference it made for her in pole dancing. Because uh, that's a very strength intensive sport. And when you're trying to pull off a particular maneuver, it, it's a big burst of energy. And she found that smelling salts helped her a lot with her pole dancing uh, to finally hit a maneuver that she's been struggling with. And professional arm wrestlers, uh, that's what I never thought of until I, until I saw it myself. And they're using smelling salts before they go up against their opponent. So any sport you can think of that uses a short and powerful burst of energy will benefit immensely from smelling salts. So that's it. A big thank you again to Patrick for coming on the show and make sure to check out wardsmellingsalts.com and keep an eye open for them next time you're at your gym or supplement store and stay tuned. I've got some great guests coming up and if you do have any questions or feedback, please feel free to hit me up on Facebook or Twitter or shoot me an email. It's at thebodyevolutionproject at gmail.com. If you have comments or questions about the show, please check out the Facebook page. Just search for The Body Evolution Project or go to rossraymond.com. There you can find the latest info on our episodes, contact us, and more. This has been a Raymond Digital Production.